So no matter what, I still fucked your wife. Yes, yeah, basically. basically. It doesn't even matter. There's no point of you being mad. I fucked your wife. He was like, yo. <laughs> and it doesn't like, matter. Like, I did it. I may not be that Mike. I'm not that Mike, but, but yes. I am that I, Mike. I'm I did that's it. That's <laughs> right. He was like, yes, I did that. If I wasn't. But. Not to you. I didn't Not to you. So you shouldn't beat my ass. You should so find awesome. your Mike. And be his ass, so well, but well, he wasn't. Well, I didn't fuck your, your wife. Their mic was plotting the whole time. He's like, "Ooh, I see a chance for me to get out of this." Bro, right. I'm telling you, I'm bro. a black man. Another mic. You gotta be like the infinity mic out there somewhere. Something, bro. bro. Like it's the strongest mic there. Doctor Strange, yeah. mic, bro. He saw 14 million realities, Yo, and this was his way out. Mike. <laughs> the mikeiest mic there is, bro. No cap. All right, we're gonna jump topics real quick. Uh, manifestation. All right. Who wants to who wants to start off? Oh, there are so many ways. Yeah. There's like scripting and candles and confessions and affirmations and mm-hmm. sex magic and so many fucking ways. Yeah, I don't know about a percentage of those things. <laughs> um let me see. Alright, so we're on pause. But I mean this is too Okay, yeah. Um so I think I mentioned this on the first one. We never put the first one out though. But my new first, first one, digital exclusive. Yeah, the digital <laughs> exclusive only available on our Patreon. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, my numerology number is twenty two. So, uh, it has like the the at least conceptually twenty two is the number. A master builder. So I don't know. Not saying like I just feel like my manifestation powers are really, really strong. Like mm-hmm. I just shit just be happening, man. Like not and not. I don't. I've never lived the experience of another individual. But like I don't know. Like wait, 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 wait. wait. Did we cover this topic? Lucky. Oh, yeah. Like you, this, yeah. We mentioned, we mentioned our numerology numbers. Yeah. Yeah. I said exactly. We were talking about something and then we kind of drifted off to this. Oh, because we were talking about your lyrics. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I was talking about a wave. Yeah. Shout out to the wave, man. Shout out to the fucking wave, man. Yeah. So, um, manifest, man. Work on what you got to work on, man. I broke down some fucking points. Uh, I'm going to let somebody else lead this. Um, align yourself with the right people. So, energy is a really big thing for me. Um, I try to surround myself with like the proper people because like we're all sponges. Your mind is a sponge. Your body is a fucking sponge. You absorb energy. You absorb fucking everything. Vibration. So like the people that you have around you. What is the fucking? What is the? There's a few sayings. A. If you want to travel fast, go by yourself. If you want to travel far, um, go with people. Um, go with a group. Um. But still, you want to make sure, because you're also only as strong as your weakest link. So you want to make sure, like, everybody is pulling the same. Not even, per se, weight, but just energy-wise, you know? Like, you don't want somebody around you, whether it be in any of your relationships. Like, relationships, capital R, lowercase r, friendships, family members. You don't want anybody, like, around you that's constantly draining you of your energy. Because that affects you in a million ways. Um... I learned that lesson several times. I'm still learning that lesson in, in, in ways. Like, there are friends that I have that I, I fuck with with a super incredibly long stick, and then some that are like, you know, I could sit and talk to you like every single day. But that's not, that's not per se everybody, you know, and it's definitely, you definitely want people around you that encourage you to be productive and to be the best you that's possible. Um, 
because that's a niggas is trying to grow. Niggas is not trying to stay uh, stagnant and in the same position. Um, so, personally, I feel like in your friend groups, you got to have like a. My personal belief is that all my friends need to be better than me in mm-hmm. one aspect or another. That way, you have a healthy a healthy type of envy. Mm-hmm. I know envy has a negative connotation with it, mm-hmm. but um, if you envious, you want to become better or yes. just as good. Mm-hmm. So if I if my friend gets a a new job and they're making you know ten dollars more than me an hour, I'll be like, I can get a new job too. Mm-hmm. Not necessarily bringing them down, but making sure I go up yes. with them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's that's what I mean by energy. Like even Ron, I've told Ron this multiple times. Every time I talk to Ron, for the most part, like I'll call Ron and be like, "What are you doing?" Just on Facetime. This nigga's on the computer, like editing, fucking music, making making music. Editing other people's music, doing stuff, fucking making plugins and shit for like my roommate, or he's always like doing something. So like, mm-hmm. I'll see Ron doing stuff, and I'll be like, oh, even if it doesn't. Sometimes it doesn't matter what I'm doing. I could be planning to do something in three seconds, and I'll get off the phone with Ron and be like, all right, no, I need to double down. I gotta make something. <laughs> yeah. Because Ron yeah. is like, this nigga be working, man. Like, it's just isn't great to have those people because you don't. Everybody around you doesn't need need to do the same thing. Um, you want to have versus how people that do different things. Um, I'm trying to get, I don't know, earth signs. Eh, I fuck with earth signs. I'm a water signs. I'm a Taurus. Yeah, I'm about to say, I know you're a Taurus. Yeah. You know what? Recently in my life, earth signs and air signs have been, have been it. It's rare that I come across fire signs. Water signs I come across y'all quite frequently. Fire signs don't usually get along with each other. That's probably why. (laughs) Really? I thought fire signs get along famously. In theory, it just depends. Like, I don't... (laughs) Let me think. Out of all my friends, I don't really have a lot of fire sign friends. But I don't think it's because I don't get along with fire signs. I just don't run across them as much. They're just not... I don't know. My energy doesn't draw as many fire signs. Like, mm-hmm. let me see. How maybe, many... I'll, maybe I'll deflect each other. Like, <laughs> yeah, that might be possible. Y'all like, wear a lot. <laughs> no, but, the, but this is the thing. But the, fire sign, but the fire sign friends that I do have, I really fuck with. Like, I really fuck with. Like, uh, shout out to fucking Kaylana. Fuck. Shout out to Kaylana. Shout out to Sierra. Shout out to my homie Kai. Uh, I think that's it. <laughs> but like I really do like no homo I really do deeply love them niggas like literally like anytime I link up with them is fucking great but at the same time I understand what you mean because there are we some hot headed ass niggas yeah man, like, niggas, fire signs we something else man I don't know if it was more I know for a fact no cap like when I be in the car I really do be raising the temperature of the car <laughs> on God especially if the song is hitting and I'm in the front seat bro the temperature of the car is going to go up I'm not joking I know it's, it's literally a thing I just radiate fucking heat like I don't know what the fuck is going on with that man this should be fucking crazy but like yeah man um as far as it goes with just people just make sure you're keeping the right people around you because you want people to help you elevate from where you are I mean right, you want you want people that push you you want people that make you like oh okay like i have like few friends i have one friend over the summer i got like really frustrated at my job um but like i couldn't quit Mm -hmm. so like i was stuck Mm -hmm. and my mom was like you're going to continue to be stuck unless you make a move Mm -hmm. unless you you know put yourself in in doing something and you know um i'm not necessarily a, a person who's like always around my friends or always around people I do like to be by myself but um 
I had like applied to Georgia State for their like MBA program to go back to school. Mm-hmm. And I was going through the process. I got like my recommendations. I wrote the what's it called out. I was mm-hmm. like, all right, I'm doing good. But I don't like to write. Mm-hmm. And I kind of struggle to get started because I think too much about it. Like mm-hmm. what can go wrong? So I called up. My mom gave me the idea. I had had the idea, but like my mom kind of confirmed it. Like, hey, why don't you hit up on your old roommates and see, you know, because he had already got accepted into a grad school program. Mm-hmm. So she was like, why don't you and see like what he wrote. And I texted him. I was like, yo, bro, what did you write for your essay? Because like, mm-hmm. I just need to get started. Mm-hmm. I'm applying to Georgia State for this. He was like, yo, I'm applying for the same one. I just sent my application in. And it was just funny because like, I don't talk to him every day. Mm-hmm. We can go like especially with the pandemic and COVID and stuff, we could go like kind of months without talking or we may hit each other up on the game. But it was like, bro, I haven't talked to you at this time. It was like June. I hadn't talked to him since maybe April or May like that. Mm-hmm. And still, we were still like on the same wavelength. Like, yeah. yeah, we're both like trying to do better, like even without touching and, and we uh talking, pause. Um, <laughs> we had this... Uh, <laughs> Um, we had this thing. It was me, him, and another one of our roommates where we call it, like, roommate shit. We were, like, we were always on the same wavelength because, like, we would be in the dorm room and, like, we had this little mini football. You didn't have to be paying attention. You just threw it up and somebody caught it. Like, you just knew, like, you were on the same wavelength and we just were able to keep each other on track and ahead. And, like, those are just the type of people that you need around yeah. you so you mm-hmm. can continue to stay, not stay stagnant. Bring yeah. it back to Shark Stream, you know, waves constantly right. moving in and out. You know I, mean? yeah. I think a big part of what you just said and like manifesting things is not just like dreaming about it mm-hmm. or thinking about it. Like I'm a writer. I write out all my goals mm-hmm. and stuff in super I detail. Have, like, four bullet points, write it out. Exactly. <laughs> but like and writing is great because you can see it so you mm-hmm. can visualize it. But if you don't take the physical steps Action, to like, because yeah, that, that I think shows more of a fact of like to whatever higher power, like, okay, I'm actually ready to do it. Mm-hmm. And when you actually like make that first, whatever that first step is, then shit like lines up. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, all right, now we're going. I'm now not, it's cool. I'm not going to hold you. I don't know. Cause I don't, I've never lived another person's life or mm-hmm. at least not to my understanding or to my memory at least, but like. <laughs> Dead ass, dead ass. Like for me, it don't even be. Not saying life is just easy or anything like that, but for me, it tends to be just putting in the work. I can put in ten percent of work, mm-hmm. and the rest just yeah. works. But it's about doing the work and even like doing it consistently. Like, mm-hmm. like if I like, it's, it's a million different things. I'm like, man, if I really. Just, sat down and did this by this point i'd be here but like i think everybody does that but like it's i can even see it in just like the small things that i see sometimes like i don't know like the universe just has a is how does it work so in reality the universe the universe consists of everything that is inside of it including us so you are a part of the universe so mm-hmm. you are the universe's as at least as far as we know of you are the universe's i think highest form of ex- of experiencing ex- itself you're basically mm-hmm. like stuff made of stars experiencing the experience of being here which yeah. is like yeah. beautiful and fucking awesome which i think like even that concept plays in the whole manifestation thing like we're all just cogs in a big ass system you know like, yeah the the universe works you i my personal belief is like you are your universe Mm -hmm. not to sound like conceited or narcissistic but it's just like you are your universe you manifest it and you make it how you want Mm -hmm. given the actions you take Mm -hmm. the words you speak Mm -hmm. the people you you know attract Mm -hmm. 
and you know it's like yeah you are the universe's being if you will you are it um um you are the tangible universe, if you will, because you yeah, can, yeah, you yeah. can mm-hmm. reach out and feel other yeah. people. So you're like the tangible universe and you can dictate how it is. And with that is where the manifestation comes in. Because a lot of times the hardest part is just getting started. Yeah. yeah. It's just because like, you can want to do it all the time. And, and mm-hmm. all those wanting to do it and thinking about it and, and being like, oh, man, if I had this, I would be this. Or I wish I could do this. All of that is the universe scrambling around you okay all of that is the universe (laughs) scrambling scrambling around you to you know figure out how to make it work because you're figuring Mm -hmm. out you're trying to figure out how to make it work and then once you start is when the universe is like okay you're serious Mm -hmm. you're going to line it up and that's what i'm saying like your attitude is like literally almost the most important part like i'd low-key touched on this last time but i was like how whatever my goals are I kind of already have the mindset and the attitude that like I'm in it mm-hmm. already. Mm-hmm. Like I was like, I'm gonna be a writer. I literally wrote like on my goal sheet. I was like, mm-hmm. I'm gonna do a podcast this year. Mm-hmm. And like, yeah, I, and yo, like <laughs> I don't know where. I touched on that a little bit last week. Just like even in, it comes to me in different ways. And I think one of the biggest things like I have to work on, at least in certain aspects, with certain things that I want to manifest. Like, because mm-hmm. when I'm more upbeat like i mean it's all about like gratitude like Mm -hmm. you're truly grateful about things i think you manifest things on like another level and like quicker because like you really appreciate what you do have and what you all that different type of shit man like like i see it in like i don't know big ways little ways you manifest negative shit you manifest positive shit like the power of the tongue is really like really 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 real i saw somebody post something about that today like the difference between thinking something and speaking something Mm -hmm. and like you said writing it down because then you're putting it in a physical form and you gotta actually believe it yeah (laughs) yeah that's the thing you gotta actually believe what you're saying into your subconscious man like because i mean it starts with self yeah like you gotta personally i feel like um well two points really the first one is like I don't believe anything in our universe is random per se. Mm-hmm. So like anything that happens is like a chain of events that cause it to happen. Mm-hmm. But then like mm-hmm. as far as getting anything done, I always t- say to myself, uh, no matter who it is, they started from somewhere. So mm-hmm. like you can say that you're a beginner, mm-hmm. sure. But like let's say Bill Gates or something, mm-hmm. he he started in his garage. Mm-hmm. All it takes is for you to start. So with that mindset, that's when I like. For example, I decided to start trying to work on my car. That was like the thing I'm furthest from. I do electrician work, mm-hmm. mount crap and everything. I just didn't want to work on the car. And so um, a misfire happened and I was like, hmm, let me see. I've read, I've listened to a bunch of things about cars. I probably diagnosed it. It turns out it was ignition coil. I was like, mm-hmm. okay, I can figure it out. And I did it. Mm-hmm. And it was just like, I, I didn't mess up or anything, but it was mm-hmm. just the idea that if someone else can do it, I can. Mm-hmm. I can also mm-hmm. do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it yeah. just takes the action of again starting it, but um, that goes along with like confidence levels and everything yeah. of that nature. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Also, Believe don't in yourself. yes. <laughs> right. Don't like also don't be like don't be upset with your failures so much because yeah. you only you have to fail. Yeah, you yeah. have to fail because that's it's the best way that's for you same, to learn. Same mm-hmm. fail forward. Got to fail forward. Fail yeah. forward. Yeah. You know, I've always had a really tough time with the word failure. So mm-hmm. in my head, it's kind of like there is no failure. This was just a part of however yeah, I get there. Like yeah. I was like, it's not. It's not failure. It's like that. I said straight. minor setback for major. Oh, that's, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Say, that's the best way. <clears throat> that's the oh my god! <laughs> I don't have the loan. Please. 
please. That's the best way for you to learn. It's the fastest. It's the like, I guess it is the fastest way for you to learn. Especially me on some like airy shit. I really hate losing. So mm-hmm. like, when I lose, I try to learn how to. I figured out how to dodge roll kind of in fucking Smash Bros. Why? Because I was getting my ass whipped by niggas who would just dodge roll all the fucking time. And I haven't mastered it. But like, I remember for years I'd be like, I'm not gonna learn how to dodge roll. I'm gonna just beat everybody else. And it worked until I started getting my ass whooped by niggas who just be like whoops and like I forgot about Smash Bros and the nostalgia games yo I'm so fucking off you have to keep in mind though like people (laughs) people are like um we we remember negative experiences Mm -hmm. and use that for pattern finding Mm -hmm. and that's how we learn how to do things revisionist history Mm -hmm. yeah Mm -hmm. like we don't think like if you think back on like say a previous relationship you probably remember mm-hmm. most of the negatives mm-hmm. and then you end up putting out your power fire thing but but that's how you kind of interpret your your failures in order mm-hmm. to like get better at something else so mm-hmm. if you're only doing good straight all the way and then something horrible happens now you're at you a, a plateau and you're stuck yeah, yeah. I, I remember i saw something um along with that where it was like if you're not if you take criticism or something like if, if you take criticism as being attacked you're not ready to learn or something like that and, and that's how i look at um <laughs> that's how i look at like failures or setbacks mm-hmm. where it's like okay mm-hmm. i gotta learn from this and in that learning from it okay what did i do wrong and it and it's not so much just me looking at it like what do i do wrong it's also when somebody tells me that hey mm-hmm. you fucked up or you didn't do this right you can't take it personal. Roy said that. I'm working on that. I, he was talking to. Um, he was talking to somebody. I think he was talking to Cricket on his podcast. Mm-hmm. No, he was talking to Hip Hop DX, and they were asking him about like you know coming up and stuff. And he was like, "Hey, you know, how did you take it when people were like, oh, you're writing uh, M's coattails and stuff like that?'" And he was like, "You just had to learn not to take everything personal because if mm-hmm. you take everything personal." You get stuck in this cycle of thinking like everybody's against you and you never really see that it's like, oh, okay, nah, that's valid criticism. Yeah. That's something that they need yeah. to improve on. Yeah, you can't um you you can't just take criticism like to heart. I mean I I yeah, generally you just can't take anything personal like across the board. That's it. Like, Y'all read the book, The Four Agreements. That's like the second. I one. need to read that. Somebody, mm-hmm. um, Keem, my my homie Keem. Mm-hmm. Shout out to fucking Keem. Don't take anything personal. He told me he said that he was like that's that the was, hardest one. Yeah, he was like, just don't. I've learned <laughs> that though. Like I don't one. like I'm I've learned not to. Nah, mm, I choose to take certain things personal. There we but, go. <laughs> I understand that's that. Rough, it's, I feel like I feel like it's literally a higher version of myself that I'm actively communicating with a lot. And then there's definitely my ego. I can definitely tell the difference between mm-hmm. the two. And like a lot of times, I'm in situations where I'm like, okay, this is the right thing to do. And then the other me is like, man, fuck that shit. Yeah. Man. Fuck. Yeah. And this like, is and this is a this is a general way of thinking. There are some things that you do need to take personal. Because yes. okay, I want to. This is the last point I want to touch on. Just as far as like you said it earlier, um, you remembering like negative things. I saw a video about that. Shout outs to SciShow. Um, they posted something. I don't know if it was on SciShow Psychology or just the SciShow channel. It was one of the two, but they were talking about, like, the evolutionary point of, like, wanting to get revenge and, like, between wanting to get revenge and, like, remembering negative things and why you remember negative things. And they specifically touched on that point. Like, it Mm -hmm. involves... Even fish and shit have, like, a revenge concept in their head Mm -hmm. because it's like, nigga, you fucked me up. Like, you don't want to do that because conceptually, 
you don't want to do that because it might come back to haunt you. Yeah. Like, other animals know that shit. Like, mm-hmm. so they're like, or certain other animals know that shit. Some animals just don't give a fuck. But, like, yeah. just, it's in our, it's in our, um, DNA. it's in our fucking genetics. I think it's like, DNA. I think it came from, for example, if you ate a, a berry and you started throwing up everywhere, mm-hmm. you're going to remember that. Yeah. Aside from survival. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You got to, like, remember, remember survival. All right, man. Jump of topics real quick. We're going to talk about, uh, concepts. Does anybody have a favorite concert they've been to? Oh, man. I got a lot. My first concert mm-hmm. that I ever went to was in 2016 mm-hmm. on uh, September something, right before I turned 21. Mm-hmm. And it was a Beyonce concert. That's and it was one of the best experiences of my entire life. Like, uh, it literally changed my life. First concert like, of Beyonce is legendary. Yeah. yeah. It, bruh. That's oh, my God. I like, that might top that. There are still things awesome. that I saw on that stage that I am yeah, not I'm sure how they did. Like, like it was literally like a <laughs> magical show. Like I was like, how the fuck is that possible? Like it was like watching a film or like a Disney movie, but in real time. Yeah. And I was like, how are y'all doing this in front of me right now? Like what kind of graphics are these? Like I wanted to pay more for my concert ticket wow. at the end. I was like, y'all hey, deserve more money than yeah. I paid because that shit was so was it good. At the dome? It was. It was in the dome. I think my mom went to that it was concert. So good. I um. See, I don't know if was I that have, on the run. No. It wasn't on the run. Mm-mm. I think I might have one at least on par with that. I don't know. I've never been to a Beyonce concert. It was spiritual. Like there were no, times I'm... when it felt like she was talking to me, mm-hmm. and I was in see, the back. Yeah. I was like, "How are you preaching to me right now, Beyonce?" Like yeah, I don't see, understand. Beyonce be having powers and shit. She like, does. She. She. Oh my gosh. She is one of the most powerful witches ever. Like. Yeah, oh my gosh. She's a whole she's goddess. Yeah. Yeah. She's I, um, so much magic. respect. <laughs> I've never, and I'm not into Beyonce's music. We're still gonna shout out. I wasn't Beyonce, before that concert. Like, I, um, a Beyonce concert is on my bucket list, like concert bucket yeah. list. I mean, I, I guess I just gotta go see it. I think it's, I just, everything I've heard about it is she puts on a great show, and at the end of the day, I, like, one of the things, because I work at Chastain, so mm-hmm. I see concerts, aside from this year because of the pandemic, mm-hmm. I, I would see concerts, like, every weekend, mm-hmm. and a lot of times it wasn't concerts that I wanted to see, mm-hmm. but you would run into people. I remember I found, I first heard of, like, Gallant, who's one of my favorite R&B mm-hmm. singers now. And he opened for, he came twice, two years in a row. The first year, I can't remember who he opened for. And then I forgot about him because we're not supposed to have our phones out. So <laughs> I forgot by the time the concert was over to go pick him up. Then he came with John Legend and opened with John Legend. And John Legend puts on an amazing show. But I was like, bro, I don't care. I'm adding his music to my Apple yeah. music. And... But like in those concerts, it was like, oh, there are people who like open for them who are like great, Yo. and that's like one of the best things about concerts. Like, that was the best part. I've seen Buddy three times mm-hmm. in concert. You got to go see Buddy. Almost, he brings yeah. the energy. It's it's Buddy is an amazing performer. I saw him three times in concert. Um, he opened for Vince one time. Vince Staples. Mm-hmm. He opened for Joey Badass. And he opened for Amine. And mm-hmm. all of those were great concerts. I loved all those concerts. Amine is lit. But Amine is lit. Amine mm-hmm. don't miss. But the first <laughs> the first one I saw him was Joey Badass. And I was like, yo, who is this dude? Buddy. I was like, yo, he like dude was just like <laughs> dancing. He was just like doing random stuff. The colors were off. And this was in uh it wasn't the tabernacle. It was like it wasn't like a great an amazing venue either to see a show like it's it's a very small venue for like you know um huh shout out to the tabernacle shout out to the tabernacle Mm -hmm. um and it was just like yo the energy in here is amazing 
the uh, yeah. the the volume in this bus is astronomical. Mm-hmm. Like, it was just, like it was great. Uh-huh. I haven't been to a hell of a lot of concerts. The first concert I ever went to was the best concert I went to. I went to a uh, Jay Z Kanye Watch the Throne. Oh. That shit was literally some transformative shit. Like I still have chills. Yeah. Like I remember because yeah, it was like that yeah. That, if I could travel back in time and re-experience any moment, that'd probably be. I'd probably go back and Damn. do that, especially because I'm really like into because i think at the time that album was the hottest album to drop during that time period so i was i recognized the songs but i wasn't like super into it but it didn't mm-hmm. matter because they did let me see they did about 80 percent of the album i reckon i was super familiar with about 60 60 65 percent of it at that point in time I, I definitely had my favorite tracks on it um and what was super fire so you know like i don't know if they do this at every concert but it'll be like a point in time where like Depending on how long the concert is, the artist will take a break and either they'll bring out another person or the DJ mm-hmm. would do something like that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, they'll bring out another person or the DJ will come out and do something. They'll get the artist maybe like 10, 15 mm-hmm. minutes, 20 minutes to take a break. Yo, so Jay-Z, Kanye, half the album, right? Mm-hmm. Jay-Z go disappear. And then Kanye... <laughs> wait, wait, let me go back. Let me go even further back. Let me start. So... We were in Phillips Arena, and I remember there were these two platforms, and like I didn't know what the fuck was going on. It was the main stage, and there were these two big ass squares in the middle of the floor, and then like kind of seats, and then you know, the arena. And I was like, "What the fuck going?" So these niggas said they would come out at nine thirty. They ain't come out till ten thirty, <laughs> and spraying fog and shit. And I was like, "What the fuck is going on?" And suddenly everything got dark. Then like. <laughs> Ham started playing, and I was like, oh, <laughs> shit. So, like, you just, it's dark as shit, and they just got these red laser lights shooting everywhere, and all of a sudden, Kanye start rapping. So, they shoot a light down on top of Kanye, like, and he's, like, rapping, and he's, like, rising in the air, and he's like, what the fuck is going on? So, when the beat drops, dun, 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 like, he's on a cube that's, like, that shit had to be, like, three or four stories tall in the air. And it's just getting taller, like, and flames are, like, it's video. It's, like, a video on the side of, like, all the sides. It's, like, flames mm-hmm. on the side of the cube. Yo, that shit was crazy. And Jay-Z started rapping in the same, bro. So they performed, like, the concert, like, half the concert. They were in the middle on their own platform that had videos on the side of the cube just rapping and doing shit. When they did Welcome to the Jungle, it was sharks and shit swimming on the side of the oh. fucking cubes and the shit. Man, that shit was crazy. So then... Jay-Z took a break, and then Kanye just started rapping his, like, classic Kanye songs. I was like, oh, my God, this is the greatest thing. Oh, my God, bro. Like, how you said, like, there was a point in time where, like, you thought Beyonce was, like, rapping (laughs) to you or singing to you. Like, there was a point Kanye did Power, and he did the first verse on Power, and I love Power. But not only that, when he did this, where he was supposed to do the second part, he did a, he did, um... The remix. He just like switched it up and did the remix, and everybody kind of got quiet. And I was like, "No, I know this song. I'm rapping shit in the shower every day, every day, nigga." I was going in. Damn. And he took a break. Jay Z came out and did his shit. Then they came back out together and finished the album. And then they were like, "Good night," and everybody was like, "Where was niggas in Paris?" And then niggas in Paris came across the screen and big laugh. And it was like, "Oh!" Man. And then they were like halfway. They got all the way. To, I don't even know what that means. And Jay Z was like, "Hold up, hold up." Run that shit back! Oh my god, that shit was crazy, bro. They never, uh, artists never end when they first say they're going. No, they never do. Always, they never do. Did did anybody open for them? No, it was just them. Like, so I've been to that one. I've been to an MGK concert when MGK was cool. I went to uh, a 
swear on yesterday. I've been to a Logic concert. Logic. I've been to a, I've been to a Logic concert. Logic concert actually, Logic. yeah, Logic concert actually influenced me truly to be a literal rapper. Like, really? I saw that, bro. No, I went to see Logic. I think it was either last year or the year before. No, no, it was, it was last year. It was before he was a. Uh, he was. So I don't know what he is now. Um, I've I've been to a, a couple of concerts, um, more so like festivals. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to go to festivals. Like Rolling yeah. Loud, mm-hmm. Counterpoint, um, like some of the like camping overnight festivals. Mm-hmm. Some of those shits is just some of the coolest experiences. Like people just offer you drugs. And it's, <laughs> it's insane. Drugs is good music. <laughs> but um, I would say my experience was kind of similar to yours. Um, I worked at Phillips Arena. And, you know, concerts would come and go. And, like, I don't listen to Madonna, but her <laughs> fucking show is insane. Yeah. And, like, yeah. and like the way she can just, like, still move and perform is just nuts. And, like, wow. how people just go crazy for her. So, shout out to her. Um, uh, Rolling Loud uh, before X died. When he oh, came right. out with Ski Mask, that was insane because the energy energy was just crazy. I'm because not a fan he was, of Ski Mask's music, but he definitely yeah. brings energy. Dude, I went to a yeah. Jid concert and he brought out Ski Mask, and bro, Dude, I was like, yo, shout I don't know what Jid, he's saying. Shout out to Jid as well. <laughs> I feel like I was at the front of Jid, I think, for Rolling Loud as well. And uh, I swear we were rapping with each other. Yeah. <laughs> it was just insane. Like and we made eye contact. I would say every fucking word. Like, see, nah, and that's like, what that I feel. And that's insane. what I feel. That's what I mean. Like when I said, um, I was already like kind of like not even kind of. I was already like rapping before. This was Logic's uh, incredible true story. Mm. Um, and that's yeah that's that's the one that made me because i was already under pressure made me go oh my god this shit is fucking great and then the incredible true story came out and it really touched me on a little bit more of a sentimental level and um i remember going to the concert and coming up from college whatever college i was at um and i came up back i came back up to atlanta and i went to the concert and not per se it wasn't per se just the music that made me say oh i gotta do this shit it was just like Bro, that energy, man, like you on a concert and it's a sea of people that know, not only is it just me that know this nigga's words, but like, like it's, it's 10, like 10, 10, 20, and like, you know, yeah. they Logic say, concerts are wild, bro, because, what, well, did you see like a big age disparity? Because when yeah. I went to see Logic like last year, bro, I saw people, you saw, you see people of like all different races and colors and mm-hmm. stuff, but I saw kids like who looked as young as like five, six years yeah, old, it was and like, I saw wow. adults as old as like 65 yeah there was um there was like like there was a kid there what's it called there's a kid there also not to cut you off one more time i forgot your name but you work for live nation like i work for live nation i'm gonna say billy shout out to billy because when i went to the logic concert with my homie i bought vip and then she bought like up in the pit and it was at Lakewood, and I was thinking, like, oh, VIP isn't that far from the pit. I was wrong. So I was up, and she was just, like, chilling in VIP with me, and then people started coming to the seats. But she had a wristband, and I didn't. And Billy was like, ah, oh, dang, I'm going to see what I can do. And then I was like, yeah, man. But he was like, but I was like, but no, nah, don't trip, because I, I work at concerts, bro. I work for Live Nation. I know how people come up to you, like, oh, can you move me up? And it's like, no, nigga, go to your seat. What you paid for? So I was like, I'm not tripping. He was like, Oh, you work for Live Nation? He was like, Where? I was like, Oh, it's Justin. He was like, All right, cool. He he bent the corner and came back with the um, wristband. Whoa. So shout out to Billy. Yeah, yeah, up, I was like, Bro, I will give you a tip. He didn't want nothing. Billy is just a great spirit. I hope you're doing well in life. But continue. Um, what the 
the fuck was I? Oh yeah, so the they say the concept. You know when you go to church and like I'm not religious. We can talk about that in another episode. Extremely spiritual, not religious. I'll get more specific with that though because I feel like some people just say that shit and they don't know what the hell they're talking about. Um, but I'm not one for Christianity per se, but. You know when you are in church and the crowd, when the 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 damn the the choir is going in and like everybody's singing in the choir and then everybody mm-hmm. in the stands is singing and you can't help but to feel that, especially in a black church, oh, you can't help yeah. but to feel that like yeah, energy, bliss, yeah. and joy, and energy. They say that's where like the God force is because it's not just it's like yeah. same thing in concerts. It's you and whatever that all of y'all are connected to. You don't yeah. I don't have to know you or you or any other mm-hmm. niggas that I'm packed in with sardines with. Mm-hmm. But we all know whatever this is connects us in yeah. whatever we way. Feel this like song. we all feel the best part of the concert too. Yes, like, exactly. I have, I have to shout out like Kid Cudi. Like his concerts are. I really I would love amazing. to go to his concerts. There are like oh there are so many concerts. I wish I could have went to. Yeah. Like the energy is just crazy. Everyone knows the words. Yes. Like, everyone's just like in a dance. Everyone moves. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like there's no one like just sitting still. Like everyone wants to dance or get up and like. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's, it's amazing. That's like the yeah. best part of concerts. Because yeah. like the last concert I went to was back in February before that Rona hit. Mm-hmm. And um, I went to a Cali Uchis concert before. Oh, that. I That's would cry. Cali Uchis, look, please. And, 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 and <laughs> I love sales. Cali Uchis and sales. That's got to be an amazing look, concert. I, I'm going to zoom Dude, the edit on the video. That look was amazing. Look she eyes. was beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> I, went to, I went to see <laughs> Earth so Game um, back in February. And like this was... They had back-to-back sold-out nights at, um, wasn't Loft, up there. Is it Loft? Up there off of, around the corner from Atlantic State, center stage. Um, and they had, like, sold-out back-to-back nights. And the ticket had, Mick Jenkins was supposed to open for them. And, you know, like, they're from Atlanta. Sold-out nights in Atlanta. They were like, we're, it's the last show of the tour. Mm-hmm. We're bringing out everybody. So, um... Deontay Hitchcock opened from bro. I swear I saw Mr. Few. I'm gonna get. I'm gonna tell you about that later. Hey yo, I swear I saw Mr. shout Few out there. Mr. Few. Uh, but like, they brought out um like we need a picture of Mr. Few. <laughs> <laughs> they had um what's it called? I was there. That was for Jid though. But like, I forgot who opened for them. Dang, Mariba. Opened, Deontay Hitchcock opened for them. He was dope. Mariba yeah, opened for them. But then like. Mick Jenkins was supposed to be the last act, and then it was Earth Gang, the main act. Oh. And then, but, um, it was like it kept going on and going on, and he wasn't there. And so, you know, it's the intermission stuff. People are talking, and like, yo, what's going on? And mm-hmm. We're looking at the time, like, we're like, yo, is somebody going to come out? And then, um, it got dark, and then you just heard, put a finger in the air if you want a nigga. And then everybody was like, nah. <laughs> nah, nah, ain't, nah, and then like that, it, it was, they just like teased it, right? And then they came back, and then they hit you with the beginning of a tell of two cities, dun, 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 and then Cole just rushes out. But rest, oh, first thing first, rest in peace, Uncle Phil, and like everybody just like went crazy and like moving around, and then like he did, he did the London, he did you know some of his hits, then. Hurricane came out with him. They did like Sacrifice. Jig came out. They did Down Bad. But then later on in the show, they brought out Six Flat. 
I'm never gonna call him black. Six Slap. Oh, I love. They brought oh, out Six Slap. If I could go to yeah, one of his concerts, his uh, like he only played Pretty Little Fears, and I was like, bro, I need to see you next when you're in concert. But like me and the people, everybody like on my row was like, yo, is Cole gonna play his verse? Like, yo, cause, cause, and I was like, yeah, we know he there. He's in the back. We know he there. He never came out though, so oh I was like, damn, Cole. I didn't pay me for that. Yo, you know what? I didn't realize how important openers was until I went to the first concert. Yo, Beyonce paid respects to the entire culture of Atlanta. That's, like, I heard she that. she pulled out every fucking artist that's ever been from Atlanta ever. Like, there was new people like Migos and Futures and shit, but there was also like Jermaine Dupri mm, and like yeah. Ludacris. And then I was okay. like, yo, I know damn well my favorite person, the man that I thought I was gonna marry when I was little, is not gonna come out on this stage. Man? The last person <laughs> to come out on that stage. Three stacks? Usher. Oh. Yo, I fucking almost died. On the topic of openers, mm-hmm. I saw Anderson Pack open up for Ooh. Kyle before he Anderson Pack. Yes. Shout out to Kyle because Kyle opened up for Kyle. Kyle. Before Anderson Pack was like on the cover and everything, he opened up for Kyle, and that was just. What is Amazing. the songs? What songs was he doing there? He performed drugs. I feel fucking stress me. It should have been just free nationals mostly. Yeah, right? yeah, mm-hmm. dude, that was amazing because everything was live. Like, Yo, I love yeah. it. I saw, um, I, I met, um, I saw Anderson back because he performed at Chastain yeah. last year. Scrabble surfing that concert? Nah, he did come around the the yeah that the was little, what's what it called it was, um yo but like no name Thundercat and no name open for him bro oh, it was amazing man. I got a picture with no name this is when I knew. I fuck with No Name, and when everybody was at her neck over the summer, y'all need to mm-hmm. shut the fuck up. No <laughs> Name came out to my um, stage door, and I was like, yo, it's No Name. I was like, cool. I've been a fan for like, at that point, like three years. And yeah, and so I was like, dang, I want a picture, but we're not supposed to take pictures. Mm. And she was like, what what color shirts do your supervisors have? I was like, black. And she was like, I don't see no black shirts around. We can take a picture. I was like, say Dope. less. Um, and then I saw Zach Fox was there, um, mm. and I'm such a freaking idiot. Uh, it was right after like I got depression was popping, <laughs> oh, you and I was like, "Hey Zach, I got I depression." Get- and he just looked at me like, eh, "Yeah, cool." <laughs> you know, speaking of, my very first concert was actually No Name. No Name. Oh, that's yeah. dope. Oh, that's dope. It was lit. I don't particularly remember it all the way, <laughs> <laughs> but like, so after that. Um, I saw Masego. Oh, Masego! And I actually met Masego once. He his concerts seemed like they would be super nice. He plays all of his instruments. Yeah, yeah. I love that. Beat, he made the beat on stage and sung yeah. to it. Mm-hmm. And I was like, "Yo, that's Yo, like I was yeah, like, that's like this, a real, this is real art." Yeah. Yeah. Yo, yeah. quick callback. I'm so sorry to interrupt you, but watching Kanye, even though it's already a made beat, watching Kanye get on stage and everything is red and create the fucking uh runaway beat mm. is some mystical I love experience that he does that. Doom, doom. Mm-hmm. and in the concert when he's up there with the look at you oh my god yeah. Dude, i almost went to a kanye concert but then that whole uh with the robbery thing happened oh yeah oh yeah, okay. yeah. Uh, uh, let me see well my best or favorite concert y'all heard of uh day in vegas no, no yeah i know what it is yeah so I oh, the, yeah, the, the festival. The festival. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yo! I was like, <laughs> in Vegas last year. Oh, nice. that, that, that was the first time they did that, right? Was it the first time? I think it was the... I, I, I might be mistaken. I think it was I, the first year. I think it was... A, because the lineup was fucking insane. The whole, it was one person missing. Who was it? There was The main lineup was like Kendrick... J. Cole was there. And was it Travis? Uh, 
Travis Scott was not there. It was like uh, Future was there. Migos was Travis there. I'm trying to remember the everybody was there. I'm trying to remember the headliners though. The headliners oh, were the baby. No, uh, no, it was Cole. No, it was, it was Migos, Drake, Cole, Cole Travis, Kendrick, Six Flags, Solo. Yeah, yeah, okay, that's what oh. it was. Drake wasn't there. Drake was the only Drake person that was missing. Boogie everybody, was there. Boogie is dope. Everybody else that raps was there. Isaiah Rashad was there. Um, Zaywalk. Bro, everybody. Reason's was, dropping this weekend with a Zaywalk verse. Bro, I have been literally scratching my neck for Earth a... Earth Gang was there. Yeah. Earth Gang's Gold Link. I saw this whole Gold thing Link. Like, he opened for Tyler on the Igor tour. Tyler puts on amazing... Tyler, I cried my favorite, my best Tyler. concert Tyler. Tyler. Is, yeah, That's who the other headliners were. Tyler's concert. The headliners were like... Tyler's Kendrick. concerts are amazing. And, and, I, and I didn't... Uh, I never got I to was, see Tyler no, no, before it was, it was Flower Boy. Kendrick, Flower Boy was the first concert. Yeah, I Tyler Either way, I remember but everybody was there. That, yeah, that was it made it even significantly better. It was a three day event, but like um I did Molly every oh, day. Man, you said every day. Every day. <laughs> every day. Yeah. But I only did it when it got to the end of the night, like yeah. when everyone came out. Oh yeah. Bro, um, lit, lit, lit. What's that dude's name? I think it's Lil Keed. Mm-hmm. Does he have a high pitched voice? Yeah. Right? yeah. <laughs> so I didn't even listen to him like that. But I felt the the Atlanta yeah. come out to everyone that was in there. Yeah. Yeah. It was a fat ass mosh pit. Yeah. Like that ass, we were all jumping and shit. And I remember this one girl like ran into me. I had a giant beer thing, and it mm. fell on the floor. Everyone stopped, looked at it, and then we picked it up and threw it in the air, and everyone moshed again. <laughs> yeah. like, that shit was fucking. It was the most fire thing I've ever experienced yeah. in my life. Yeah, those That's type of experiences funny. are great. Like you said, when you're especially when you're around other people on your, on your frequency, like yeah, and we like mm-hmm. no one really bounced into each other. Mm-hmm. We were all like in the same groove. Mm-hmm. But that was like day one. But the last day, the last day, um, well, Kendrick played the, the day before, mm-hmm. and he, I can't, I can't tell who was better, J Cole or Kendrick. Sure. But Kendrick has the the better performance because uh-huh. this man came out in like this weird, uh, what do you call it? Dark Souls looking outfit with the, with the cowboy hat and, the, and the robes, and it was like fluttering the wind. Right. It was like quick, amazing. quick touch, quick, quick. Touch of debate, I guess. Uh, who y'all got? Y'all got Cole or y'all got Kendrick? I got Kendrick. Kendrick. I got Kendrick. Kendrick. I don't even think it's a. Uh, I don't. I'm, I don't think I'm hating when I say this. I don't think it's even a, a margin of like. I don't think it's close either. Yeah, I don't I, think it's close. I'll say it right now. Kendrick's 